What's up, family? I'm Juan Castillo, and when I'm on social media, my favorite show to watch is the Don't Shoot the Messenger weekly podcast. Chris G, professional Sutton, Rucker Report delivers sports the way it's supposed to be, real and authentic. So get ready to be entertained. My boys are ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, the Rucker Report, a.k.a. Ready? This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me. X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family. What up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. All right, that time. Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast in sunny California with Professional Sun. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And this is your boy, The Rock Report, Jersey. Hey, man, you got to live and think positive. Okay, we are snowed in on the eastern seaborne, but we're going to make it. But speaking of being snowed in, there's nothing like being snowed in in your own home. So if you're going to be snowed in, why not call someone who can hook you up with great prices, get you a great mortgage, and having you shovel your own driveway. Yes, that's right. Call Cassandra Roach at Caldwell Banker Realty. That's 475-201-7435. 475-201-7435. And let her know that the boys at the Don't Shoot Your Podcast. Tell us. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Don't feel like it, but it is. Uh, you know, Meyer was asking me, like, it just don't feel like Super Bowl, maybe because the team is not in it. I said, nah, it's different because people can't be, you know, in large gatherings. You can't have your party like you want to. So it's just like, eh. But nonetheless, it's here. You know, we got the Goat Brady going up against one of the young pups and Patrick Mahomes. What do you guys see about this matchup right here? You know, I know ESPN is killing it, and, you know, they love Tom Brady. So it is what it is. But how do you think this one will play out today? They're releasing hype tapes and everything for Tom Brady this year, huh? Listen, man, it's listen. I'm a Brady fan, but the way ESPN has been playing this, I'm like, you know, you just like they just throwing the GOAT. Oh, go oh, the goat. I'm like, you do know it's other people playing, right? Okay, but you know who am I? But anyway, you know, I don't mind it. So, Ruck, man, um, tonight is going down. Only thing I can ask is whoever covers Tyreek Hill, are they gonna be able to stop him tonight? That's my question. Never lost. It you know, the, the thing about Kansas City is you can't there's not one person that you could really double because if you double, they have enough speed at yes. every position to kind of do something to you. Right. Um, plus, I think there are also things the reports are saying that Sammy Watkins could be back for this game, Lev Bell could be back for this game. Um, I mean, they are missing, you know, losing Eric Fisher, one of their offensive linemen, to a torn Achilles was big. Was very big and it's going to be big against that front four that Tampa Bay has. But 
talk about we'll see, man. The Chiefs have been able to play in, in ugly games this year and win. Yes. So, yes. You know, it's hard. It's hard to bet against. It, you know what? I would be. You know, Ruck. You make a. You make a great point because even though I would love to, you know, look at the scouting report and say, hey, you know, the Chiefs are not at a hundred percent. I think the Chiefs play better when they are not at a hundred percent. I think that the Chiefs live on playing that underdog role. Like we're going to show you what needs to be done because we're going to get it done. If you look at what they did last year with Patrick Mahomes, he was out. He shouldn't even been in the playoffs. He came back, willed this team to you know victories after victories, and eventually the Super Bowl came back in the fourth quarter. And even this year, man, you know you watch. You know how Kansas City just been making waves, you know, relatively healthy until, you know, um, what happened last week. But, again, I think that they're just so primed to win. I think that Kansas City, just uh, they're just on another level than, you know, any team. And I, although I would love for Tom Brady to get his seventh Super Bowl, it's going to be really hard. It's really going to be hard because I don't know who's going, like you said, Ruck, who's going to cover Tyreek Hill. Then if you cover Tyreek Hill, then who's going to cover Travis Kelsey? If you don't cover Travis Kelsey, I mean, once you cover him, then, you know, then you got a Larry coming out the backfield. You know, you might got, um, we got Mikel, we got Mikel Harmon. That, that's what I'm saying. Harmon. So it's really, really tough to try to match up against this team, man. And yeah, that is that is what's really hard about tonight's game and predicting it. But I just want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, what I did want to talk about is first and foremost, I'm sorry. Let me back up. I just want to say I wanna uh um you know congratulate Aaron Rodgers, MVP. Not for Rodgers. Um definitely do. Yo, all, man. Not for real, but also, you know, Charlie Woodson, you know, to see him get in. Now, yes, sir. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. And and this is this is the thing. Let's have this debate real quick because I had this with my cousin last night. And and I just felt like when I tell you he was speaking blasphemy, Mm -hmm. it it must. I don't know if it's just me. So he says Megatron should not have been a first battle Hall of Fame. I was about to say that a lot of people are saying that he should not be in the Hall of Fame. Now, someone I had this conversation with someone last two years ago, last year, Yo, and okay. I was putting the numbers up, but okay. I said what he did in a short time, man. I'm like, I, I mean, bro, when he what he did what he did in nine years, right? In Detroit, in Detroit, right? Exactly. If we, I took T.O.'s first nine years in the league in San Fran, right? Megatron had 115 more catches than him, yep. right? He had almost 1,000 more yards, mm-hmm. right? And then I think T.O. had 95 touchdowns. Megatron had 83. Mm. But again, here it is. T.O. had Steve Young throwing him the ball. Jay Rice on the other side. Right? Jokes. Yeah. I, right? <laughs> even 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 people can talk junk about Jeff Garcia, but Jeff Garcia was actually a B grade quarterback at that time. Megatron, I, before I, getting Matthew Stafford, had Charlie Batch, 
Scott Mitchell. Yo, Megatron. My cousin straight up said T.O. is better than Megatron. He's the third best receiver to ever play the game. What? He said T.O. is? I would love to hear your thoughts. Oh. Let me just say this, right? Mm-hmm. Damn, you know what it's like to me, and, and again, just follow me here. Just, just, just follow me real quick, right? Okay. It's hard for me, because even when I have, you know, when I'm in groups and be talking about the Megatron versus To, it's kind of mm -hmm. hard. You know what it's like to me? It's kind of like what people say: LeBron James or Scottie Pippen. You know, the reason why I say it is because Scottie okay. Pippen, what he did, you didn't see that before. You know, you didn't see someone moving about like Scottie Pippen. And mm -hmm. then you got someone like LeBron James who was Scottie Pippen 2.0. So to me, Metatron, he was like T.O. 2.0. But here is where I say I will take Calvin Johnson because, first of all, Calvin Johnson came out of Georgia Tech where they where they passed the ball, what, two times a game? Like, let's be real. Georgia Tech? You know what I'm saying? And then you go to Detroit where you have Matthew Stafford who was subpar. But he didn't. But but here's the thing. In nine of those years, he did not have Matthew Stafford. I would say Matthew played with him for what? Four at least? That's true. Right. You're right. So he didn't have Matthew Stafford. And then he had like 100 coaches, but he still was able to be productive. And let's not forget, he was getting double team, damn near triple team, because you know that, that, that those two safeties, you know who they're going after. Whoever was on the other side, no, we're going at the Megatron. Like we've seen it done. So when you ask, you know, who would you who would you rather have on my team? Again, being a 49 uh a 49ers fan, I seen TO, I like TO. But Megatron, he he just he's getting that ball. TO, I feel one not like TO, the ball gotta be placed in his vicinity and it gotta be placed right for him to catch the ball. Megatron was getting that ball. He don't care who you were, he's getting that ball, you know. So I think he should be in a hall of fame. Now, if people want to argue about first ballot versus getting in, okay. Okay, if people want to say he don't he shouldn't be first ballot, okay. But I want to know why they say that he shouldn't be first ballot. Like don't like that's something yeah, that I, I would definitely I want to hear some more takes from everybody else because if that's the case, if if you're gonna grab Megatron like that, then you need to go back and reevaluate Terrell Davis. Oh yeah, oh yes, definitely. Right? But here's the thing, though. But but see, but here's the thing: we live in a society where, you know what, we are so negative. We we impact a player's career negatively because the first thing we say is, "Well, do they got rings? Do they got rings? Do they got rings?" And what are these players doing? They're going to these places. Late in their careers and they get in the range. Now they're like, now what? Because mm -hmm. to me, although I love Terrell Davis, I still don't think he had enough to be in the Hall of Fame at this time. I just don't. You know, did he have great season? Yes, he did. But you know, I, I just feel that it was other backs that should have got in before other players that should have got in before Terrell but, Davis. But, he, but here's here's the thing about when I think about players like Terrell Davis and like Megatron, right? If you talk about their playing career, the window in which they played, right? Both of them dominated. Yes, they did. They they were they weren't just okay. 
they dominated. That four-year stretch, Terrell Davis was hands and above the best player, not the best running back, the best player in the league, mm -hmm. right? And he got, what, two Super Bowls out of it? Yeah, out yeah. of a four-year run? Two mm -hmm. Super Bowls, an MVP out of a four-year run. Now, for nine years, Megatron put up numbers that nobody had seen for the Detroit Lions. No disrespect to anybody else, but for the Detroit Lions, right? Mm -hmm. So I think of it this way, too. Does Charles Woodson get into the Hall of Fame if he don't get that chip with, with us? I think so. Because, yeah, but is it first ballot? Because if you're looking at the years with the Raiders, because did, did he get one with them? No, mm -hmm. they lost, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they lost. But remember, it's new game. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck rule. Okay, but but even Charles Woodson, Charles Woodson was out, outstanding, right? Mm -hmm. But you're talking about some of these players that at their peak were the absolute best player in the game. Right? Now, uh, re real quick, I'm sorry to cut you off, but mm -hmm. shout out to my boy Larry, and he said Roger Craig should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he should. Absolutely should be. Yes, he I, should. I have no problem with Roger Craig yes, being in the league. Absolutely. Absolutely should be. There's a lot of people that I was thinking of, like, listen, Peyton was a no-brainer, right? Oh, yeah, Charles yeah. Woodson was a no-brainer. Yeah. Me, personally, I think Megatron was a no-brainer. John Lynch, I think, could be up for debate. I mm -hmm. think could be up for debate. But he's in, right? Tom Flores, they let in, and then Drew Pearson should have been in should've years been. ago. Should have been in. Drew again. You know I am no Dallas Cowboy, but Drew for for it to take Drew Pearson this long to get in the Hall of Fame, the the Hall of Fame is a joke at this point. It's a mm -hmm. joke. It was a joke when they didn't let To in. It was a joke when they didn't let uh, Andre Reed in, and it and it took them that long just to get them in. That's how long the Hall of Fame. Is. Because these fellas should have been in the should have been in the Hall of Fame. That's how I feel. So, Chris, we were just talking about uh, Megatron being first ballot Hall of Fame. Should he be in the Hall of Fame first ballot? No. Okay. No. And Look, I mean, so, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. So I was telling Russ, I the don't Hall have a problem with people saying that he shouldn't be, you know, first ballot. That's fine. I just want to know why, because it can go either way. Should he be? Yes. First ballot? It's up for debate. So I want to hear your debate. Well, here's the thing. Um, obviously, as a talent, Megatron is unquestioned. I mean, you know, he's he's a talent that we really never seen in the NFL before. So, so you know, he definitely deserves to be in there. When I think about legends like Chris Carter, who wasn't even a first ballot Hall of Famer, that's where I got a problem. Now, it I I don't blame Calvin for for getting there first. That's not his fault. That's not on him. But it's just it's funny how the committee. You know, you're talking about Chris Carter, a thousand yards, you know, a thousand, a thousand receptions. Um, at the time when he retired, it was like top five in yards. Um, you know, I mean, he was in the top ten in touchdowns, and he couldn't get in first ballot. It was, oh, you know, for a receiver, it's harder. You know, you gotta wait, you gotta be patient. You know, it was Jerry's a first ballot. You know, he's the he's the one that's the first balloter. You know, everybody else, you know, we'll see, we'll see. But Megatron is only a first ballot Hall of Famer in talent. From what the Hall of Fame has been putting up as 
the criteria for a wide receiver to get in first ballot. He don't meet. So, you know, but I'm happy that I'm happy that um Calvin Megatron made it. He he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Um he, he had an incredible career, but compared to some of the elite receivers who had to wait years to like, get in. Like like Drew Chris Pearson. Carter, like Drew Pearson, like Tim Brown. You know what I mean? We talking not first Andre Reed. Andre Reed. We talking about people who had the numbers, but it was like, oh, you know, you gotta you gotta give us time. You know, you gotta let the process work out. Um that's the part I don't agree with, but he definitely deserves to be in the hall. And then, and then also, you know, you you know, you were a Niner fan like I was when you know when, you know, we we were young kids, but you know we know about him like someone like Roger Craig still not in, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, like Roger Craig still not in, in the Hall of Fame and you know what he did for that position at that time, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's it's they just make, a, they just let uh Flores in last night, right? And, and you know what I mean? And he should have been in, you know, years ago. Years ago, Spanish Flores. So, so listen. Here's the other thing, right? And and I think that it's something that we we overlook, but and we try to downplay it as it it really isn't important. But I think the reason that the criteria is is the way it is is because, needless to say, they do pay attention to what you do on the field and off the field. Yeah, you do. Like I, I don't think I don't think that it's it's a fair criteria. But listen, people people remember Chris Carter, the Vikings Chris Carter, right? People don't remember the Eagles Chris Carter that was about to get kicked out the league. That was a drug addict that was going through, and I'm glad he came through on the other side. I get that, but the people in the league pay attention to that stuff, right? Say what you want about Drew Pearson, which I think it was a, a travesty that it's taking him this long. But listen, watch your mouth, Lou. Don't you talk about Roger Craig like that? But, but here, but, yeah, well, but here's the thing Drew Pearson, there was always a concern of him. Listen, that 88 is synonymous with Booger Sugar. Just know that, right? So they pay attention to all of this stuff, man. Like, no, it's not fair. It's it's not fair that T.O. never really got in trouble, but he was an a-hole in the locker room, and it took him this long because the numbers say that T.O. was one of the greats, and he should have been in. Oh, I'm Absolutely. glad you brought that up. I forgot about that. T.O. too, he wasn't even you know a first ballot Hall of Famer. But yeah. again, and, and think about this. The reason I, I really am on the Megatron train is because Detroit robbed the NFL and football fans of a great career. Not haven't, they done that? haven't they done that they, before? They made, they made him walk away. They made him and Barry Sanders walk away from the game. At the ninth year, at the ninth hour, they said, no, hell no, I can't do this. And he, and he said, and listen, and he said, you know what, I'm done. Didn't even want to go through the rigmarole of trying to get out of the contract. He just said, I'm done. Barry went to France. He didn't go home. He went to another country. <laughs> Can't come back. Like, come on, son. That's what happened. That's, that's what happened. I mean, best, best thing that happened to Detroit right now is Ha Ha Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and he ain't even a fan no more. Listen, listen. Best thing, that happened, TV. listen best thing that happened to them was Eminem. 
Cause they they still living on that Eminem shit in Detroit. That's it. Valid points, but but but, you know, to to rough point, that's what I mean. Like, it's not as bad as say like the Baseball Hall of Fame. They're a bunch of idiots. Those writers over there are a bunch of idiots. We could spend a whole segment, but it's football day, so we won't. But baseball writers and their holier than thou self and how they determine who's going to get into you know the Baseball Hall of Fame because of how they feel. Is a whole yep. different story, and they, I would say, don't make them, mad. Don't make I, them mad. right? Exactly. So you know, I won't say football. Football's hall is as bad as that. It's nowhere close. But at the same time, it's like, yo, To is a first ballot Hall of Famer. That ain't even a debate. That's not a debate. And yo, whole, Hannibal Wallace. He said, That's a respect, Hannibal. <laughs> speak your truth, King. Speak the truth, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, Hannibal out here trying trying to give Papa Doc. That's what for that's real, what for real. But yo, shout out to the sheriff. And if y'all don't know who the sheriff is, I mean, we know my goat. Yeah, yeah, my goat. Now he, yeah, now that was he was first ballot coming now out. That, you know, so I got the, a question about that too, Chris. Go ahead. What now? We know, we know, first ballot, it was easy. It, it was written like it wasn't nothing. He ain't even had to do nothing to get there. Is Eli first ballot? Nope. Hell, hell, <laughs> hell. No. Hell. Eli will get in, though. Eli yeah. will get in, but he ain't first ballot. Oh, no. And, and he might. You know what? They might hey, get to him. Listen, listen. And might. the reason I say that, Quet, and Chris, you notice, you notice that Manning name is widely respected in NFL halls. Yeah, it is widely. You're right. It's, now, a, it's a possibility that Eli could get in first ballot. You know, from I'm gonna tell you how I'm gonna tell you how Eli can get in first ballot. If Eli go on TV and do some commentary, do some work in front of the cameras, people remember that. They are gonna like that. That's gonna scoot them in faster. I.e. Kurt Warner. That's all I'm saying. If you get in front of that camera, you know, again, what you do, they remember. And people have a very short-term memory. So if you treat them nice while they remember you, yo, he's in first first ballot. He's definitely in. So, so Chris, when you stepped away, right, we were talking about the Megatron thing, and I was likening it to uh, Terrell Davis, right? And, and the reason I said that, and this, I think it's the same thing for Kurt Warner. When you're talking about the snapshots of these players' career, they were not only dominant, at some point they were either the best player in the league or for Kurt Warner, he had the best team in the league for at least three years. Okay. Well, I would say Kurt Warner had it twofold. He had that he had that amazing run in St. Louis mm-hmm. and he had a rejuvenation in Arizona. Yes. So I can give him I, Kurt Warner. Now listen, from a stats, um, stats perspective, Kurt Warner fringe for me, for me, he fringe, but you know, seeing it live, I know what a talent he was. And he, even in St. Louis, he was already kind of behind the eight ball. He, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't, what was he? Uh, 
late 20s, early 30s, even when he was in St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? He was already much older. So, but he's French with me. Terrell Davis, that is a really brief snapshot of greatness. Mm-hmm. Real brief. I think but it was like four years, right? Four, but yo, for them four years, TD was you, Quet, the man. What I tell he you, was Quet, the man. Oh, TD, um, TD was one of my favorite players. So yeah. I don't argue that. And Just I the pilot stuff, but and know. I think that's what you can make that argument for Megatron. That yo, for a brief moment, and probably longer than four years, but for a brief moment, oh. Like how I look at Julio. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't care what y'all say. That's the best receiver in the NFL right now. Is is Julio in the same situation as Megatron? Um, As far as what, like ready to retire? No, no, no. But as far as we're not going to have the level of appreciation that we should have for Julio, because I feel like the people that are clamoring about Megatron – they don't have the the appreciation for what he did in that nine year window in I just, Detroit, I just, and I think that they'll have they're gonna probably do the same thing to Julio because Julio has been great and exceptional from day one. Nah, I you know what, Ruck? I just want to say that I, I disagree. I think that now people are really starting to understand. I think that you know when you look at someone like Megatron, people know like it wasn't his fault. You know, it's other factors. I think that they gave Megatron, you know, really, you know, again, you know, fans, we kind of understand, okay, well, he didn't have the best, but he still made the best out of what he had. And with Julio, you know, like, Matthew, you know, Matt Ryan just not getting him the ball. So it's not his fault. You know what I mean? Like, we understand that. And I don't think he get crucified for that. It's not like, I don't know, Mike Evans, where, you know, he's getting thrown a ball and he's letting it go. He just don't get enough opportunity, but that's just how. Yeah, I feel. But, but the reason I asked that question is because we have we and y'all know we talk sports all the time, and we talk to other people. And when we talk about the top receivers, a lot of people don't bring Julio up, and he still is an elite receiver in the league. Well, I think I think statistically they don't you know you know mention him, and again because of those factors because of who his quarterback is. But I mean, no, 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 no. I listen. Y'all know, don't nobody hate Matt Ryan more than me. I'm not gonna go that far. I'll say, getting. I don't think it's two things. It's two things. One, you could possibly blame on Matt Ryan in the way that they run their offense. The other one is on Julio. The reason I don't think Julio's on the Megatron level is for two reasons. First reason, Julio get hurt a lot. Now he plays through a lot of stuff. So I got to give him good, but Julio get hurt every year, and this is I'm Julio, I'm Team Julio over here. I'm Julio mm-hmm. number one right here. Um, he gets hurt often, very often. And number two, and this could be a combination of the offense and Matt Ryan. He doesn't have a lot of. He never has the touchdowns to match the other stats that he brings. I mean, it, it was one year I think he had like, I think he had like, eighteen hundred yards. He had like hundred and thirty receptions and like three touchdowns. I remember that year. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he mm. is always a problem for touchdowns with him. Not him. We know he can score a touchdown, but they get in the red zone. They don't <laughs> like doing they don't like doing fades to him. They like yep. doing other stuff. And you know, Julio, and this is coming from a guy who has Julio on a lot of fantasy teams. Julio is notorious for catching uh 
catching a, a, a eight yard slant, going ninety seven yards or, or going uh, 80, 88 yards, and then them giving it to somebody else to to cap off the touchdown. Like he does that routinely. So um, so Megatron though, he had the touchdowns, he had the yards, he had the receptions always, all the time. Some of that is because Matt Ryan is a better quarterback. I mean, uh, Matt Stafford is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. To realize, and this is the problem I got with Matt Ryan, to realize that's the guy I got to get the ball to. I don't care. what You even think about it, if you go back to the NFC Championship game with Tampa and Green Bay, three times in a row, three times in a row, Aaron Rodgers was like, no, nah, I'm getting the ball to Devontae. I don't care. And listen, if, if, if yep. it's not, if, if it don't work, it don't work. But you could live and go to sleep going, nah, I tried to get it to the best guy. And you know what? I'll live and die with that. And Matt Ryan, which is why he's a loser, I'm sorry. He's not a loser. He made it to the NFL. He's not a loser. I take that back. But why he has a stigma <laughs> of the, of the <laughs> why he has the stigma of them thick peanut butter sandwiches is because he doesn't realize. Like when he was in the Super Bowl, the game is on the line. Tom Brady is mounting a comeback. I got something he don't got. Because Gronk is great. And I don't even remember. I don't even think Gronk played that game. I think it was hurt. But I got something he don't got. Yeah, he got Julian Edelman. And yeah, he got all those uh, those other receivers. And they're nice. But y'all saw the, y'all saw the play that should have won the game where he caught it on the sideline, toe tap. Yeah. And then yeah. Matt Ryan the next play took a 30-yard sack because, again, I don't want – I can bash Matt Ryan all day. But that's, that that separates, I think, Yo. for me, Julio <laughs> and Megatron. Yeah, no, I, I – you know, I can't even debate that. You know what I mean? You can't. Like, you can't. Matt Ryan sure can't. Um, You know what I mean? But <laughs> I just feel that, you know – I think I think the fans are a little more aware of what's going on here. Like the fans are a little more aware of like the other factors in that. You know what I mean? So I'm not mad about that. Can, can I make one last point? Yeah, go ahead because I want to get to these predictions here. Hey yo, hey yo, Chris, that the second day crispiness on that edge up is. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> Let me get you off the camera. Let me get you <laughs> that boy. <laughs> 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 Chris, we can't hear you. You want? I think now you on mute. Here we go. I, I said, um, yo, I said, Quet is still clean, like super clean. Make me want to get some Propecia or something. Like, get my joint. <laughs> get my joint back. Right. <laughs> Listen, man, I won't be here too long, man. Uh, wait, wait, do- wait, wait, wait. You you stopped me. From giving props to the man of the hour for the Hall of Fame, which is Peyton Manning, okay? Because you wouldn't oh, stop yeah, it if it was Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, this is directly. This is directed directly at Quet, at Mark Quet Sutton, because you know that's the hate <laughs> that he got, right? So anyway, I love Peyton Manning. I, you just you a liar, know. okay? Anyway, <laughs> he's just the second best. That's that's why yeah. Peyton Manning. You and, and I, you can't make this claim for a lot of players in the NFL. Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning is one of the only players that you could say was destined for greatness and great at every level. Yo, That's in true. high school they knew he was going to be great in college. In college they knew he was going to be great in the NFL, and he actually succeeded. You can get that in basketball a lot. 
you actually don't get it in football that often. Uh-huh. It is very rare. I mean, you I mean, listen, you think about the honestly, the two quarterbacks that come to mind is Peyton and Elway. I'm too old, I'm too young. I uh, probably know, but I'm too young to remember Elway's high school career. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to say what they were saying about him. Oh, Terry Bradshaw was hating on him straight up. Terry Bradshaw was hating on uh, John Elway when he was coming in league. Yeah, he was like, "Who this guy?" Yo, probably, he, yo because remember Terry, he didn't, because he didn't want to go to Baltimore. Remember, because John Elway was like, "Nah, I'm not going to Baltimore. I don't want to play for the Baltimore coach at that time." So Terry Bradshaw like, "Who is this guy coming in? You know, from California with the with the hair? You know, you know what I say." Listen, Terry Bradshaw. Is the shack of NFL? Oh, yep, yep, yeah. He is the shack of NFL. Yeah, I know Shaq kind of went on this whole thing. I'm too great to hate. No, you're not. You're not too. You, yo, you you might be too great to hate, but you're not too great to be petty because you mad Ooh. petty with them young ones. You know what's so mad funny? petty with them young ones. You know, you know what, and then and then I'll let you, you know, go on Peyton. Shaq loved to talk about the young ones and like them not doing everything, but this is the same guy that left LA and Orlando because of another player. But I'll just leave it at that. But go ahead, Chris. I digress. Anyway, you know, Peyton Manning <clears throat> definitely was uh destined for the Hall of Fame, and you know, it was early in his career that you knew he was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. It was just mm-hmm. things that he needed to accomplish. And he got those. I mean, <clears throat> there's a, you know, for me, I'm not comparing the two. But that's what makes LeBron great to me. Like, LeBron had the hype in high school. He had this this big bubble around him of, can you deliver on calling yourself the king? And he delivered. Mm-hmm. No matter how you feel about him, he delivered. And, you know, some kind of way, not the same. It's definitely not the same. But you know, Peyton delivered. He he de- he delivered in high school. He you know it's it's more difficult to win a, a college national championship. College, yeah. it, that's yeah. just it's a lot of factors in that. But um, you know, when he got to the NFL, he's one down, one bad year, two bad years. His rookie year, which he had set the uh, which he set the um, the rookie touchdown record. Yeah, even though he had a bad year. And then his last year, because he was just old and hurt, and he just wasn't the same. But yo, that that's it. That's all you can say about Peyton, as far as you know, delivery. Constantly had his team in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know what the record is, but he got to be close to the record for the most number one seeds, because he constantly was the number one seed coming out of coming out of the AFC. Mm-hmm. And we all know who the other player was in the AFC. Now, obviously. Uh, Tom Brady delivered more chips. That's you can't debate that. But mm-hmm. you know, he, he he definitely was on point. I gotta give the sheriff his but, just but Chris, I, but Chris, I'll tell you this. Peyton had more killers on his team, too. Oh, talent? Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, yes, I said he, did. he had more killers. I ain't even gonna say his name because I don't want him rolling hey, up to the hey, hey, Wait, hold you on, really his own. Hold on, wait. You better not say his name. You better not do it. I'm just gonna say him and Tom running neck and neck on that. That's you I know what? He, 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 <laughs> he did have a shooter. <laughs> Tom did have a shooter. You know, you know what? You know what the difference was? You know the difference was um uh, uh, uh Peyton shooter, everybody know to shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> Peyton yeah, shooter, Tom everybody knows to shut up. So Tom, Tom, Tom shooter, people was, was telling him. 
And, and you know he had he had a bad getaway driver that was hitting people too. Only, so I ain't gonna say nothing. Only thing I'm gonna say. Dante um, uh, only thing I'm gonna say is one of the people who got shot by one of Peyton shooters was like, "Nah, he ain't shoot me." <laughs> now I don't know why they said he shot me. He didn't shoot me. <laughs> that was Dallas Clark. <laughs> you know, so I am gonna get Peyton credit, man. And um, you know, like you said, Chris Peyton man, he he is one of those players that you knew from the start he was going to be great, even when he played, even when he was at Tennessee. Like, you just knew the way he carried himself, the way he played the game, that Peyton was just going to be great. And, again, you know, we could talk about his last year, whatever. But, again, he still got it done. He still did just enough to put his team in a position to win. And, again, those Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, you know, shootouts, it was was remarkable. It was remarkable. Something that we probably won't see for a while. I hope we do. But, again, like, you know – Peyton Manning, we already knew he was going to be great. And then you have someone like Tom Brady who came in the league. You know, people knew about him, but he had to earn that respect. And once he got there, it was him and Peyton. If Peyton wasn't going, then it was Tom and vice versa. So that AFC, you know, between those two, like you said, it was a gauntlet. If, if it wasn't Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or Big Ben, you know. it they or, had the, a- or the occasional Joe Flacco. You got to toss it <laughs> in there. But it, it was rare. Do it, I? It, it, it was rare, but he he do got that dub. Hey, hey, hey! But I but I tell you this, you know what Joe Flacco had? He had some killers. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> you know what? I'm not talking <laughs> chat today. So <laughs> Man, I a like, lot of killers in the NFL these days. <laughs> I would like to get, and I'm going to gloss over that. Uh, I would like to get to uh, Hannibal's comment, and Hannibal said Steve Smith in the Hall of Fame. You know, he should be. He should be. He should be. Now, now I tell you this: Steve Smith will be in the Hall of Fame, but he won't be first ballot, right? They're they're not only going to hold Steve Smith's height against him for a little bit, but also too again, everybody. The one thing that Steve Smith was known for was his his passion and his competitive zeal. And they're gonna look at that too. And I said Steve Smith talked a lot of he talked a lot of but he backed it up at every level though. But you you, you gotta give Steve Smith some credit at uh, at two different points. Matter of fact, you can make the argument three different points. He was the best wide receiver on the squad, he was the best mm-hmm. when they had Jake Delone, he was mm-hmm. the best for a little bit. And then it became Greg Olson when Cam was there. And yep. then at the end of his career, he was the best receiver in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Yes, he was. He was the best Absolutely. receiver in Baltimore. And you, know, you knew what you was getting from Steve Smith every single game. It wasn't a doubt. It wasn't what a he, doubt. He was, what did he tell you, Chris? If you see this face, that means I scored. <laughs> For real. So and, like, you, you definitely got to give him credit. And then also, also with Steve Smith, you know, we gotta remember he was a small wide receiver that people was looking glossing over. Now you see these little receivers who are doing a thing. You know, we got Tyreek Hill. You know, we mm-hmm. got 49ers. You know, and Steve Smith said that he said, "Listen, I don't. You don't got to be tall. Just get me the ball. You know, you got Julian Edelman. You know, you had mm-hmm. West. It was listen, ball out. Even before that, Wayne Corbett. 
So mm. all that small stuff, yeah, that's yeah, okay. If we having a height contest, but who got the most heart? Who gonna go get it? You know, I think when it's even Steve Smith last you know year, he still scored five touchdowns. That's again, like you said, he still was the best receiver on his team. Mm-hmm. Gotta give him a lot of credit. You Definitely have to do. And he changed the scope of receivers. It was just tall guys. You had to be big. It was like, no, you could you could be fast. Get me mm-hmm. that ball and watch what I do. And that's the beauty of Steve Smith. And again, he's on TV. So hopefully mm-hmm. that can work for him and he can get in first ballot. And even if you don't agree with it, you have to respect it. Absolutely. You have to absolutely. You know what I mean? So definitely want to talk about that. And he, you know, shout out to Chris Goat. Peyton Manning, you know, we can't we can't uh forget about him. And then uh, you know, uh Charles Woodson made it. Yep. Can't yep. forget, you know, can't forget him. And I, I'm missing we already said Flores. Somebody else, anybody else make it? John, John Lynch. Oh, yeah, and, and Lynch. He deserves it. He deserves yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, tell you who didn't deserve I tell you who didn't deserve something last night, and I don't care what y'all say. Aaron Donald was not the defensive player of the year this year. He I wanted wasn't. I wanted to talk about that. I wanted he to talk wasn't. about that. I, he's great. He's always gonna be great, but he yeah. wasn't the he wasn't the best defensive player in the NFL today. Yeah, hell yeah, it was TJ Watt. It wasn't close. It, yeah, it was TJ. Easy. But you but you ain't gonna have Easy. me up here. You ain't gonna have me up here capping for a white man. So you know that's just I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's it. He'll be all right. He'll <laughs> be all right. White white people white people get stuff every day, B. Every day, B. But you know, but you know, he Aaron Donald was not the defensive player of the year. Oh, people say that he was double teamed, you know, so you know you had to factor in that. Yeah, nah, I don't got to factor in shit. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Stats is the stats. Stats is the stats. Stats is the stats. Because when Aaron Donald, uh, you know, uh Donald, when he you know was all out, boom, his the numbers showed it. You know what I mean? So now it's like you got TJ Watts. He's like, eh, okay. But, but, here, but here's the thing, though. Aaron Donald's numbers weren't bad. Right. No, no, no. no, no. They, were, they, weren't, they weren't bad numbers. And, and, and then here's the other thing, too. Aaron Donald is going to fall into that same category when he's done playing because we're going to have to look at the snapshot where he was the elite, where he was the class of defensive players in the league, and he was dominant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely dominant, but listen, Boosie said it, man. Numbers don't lie. Listen, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to put up defensive player of the year type numbers when you're a D tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. I I know that's tough, but hey, Warren Sapp did it, so you know whatever. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah. just that's saying. True. And I'm not listen. And Aaron is great. Aaron is great. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to hear people saying, oh, you know, and this is not to what Ruck said, but I, I could see people down the line going, well, you know, he ain't had these numbers because he was getting double teamed. Warren Sapp got double teamed all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And listen, if it's one person that you don't need to give no extra pub, it's Warren Sapp because he'll tell you exactly what Chris just told you all <laughs> so, the time. You know. You know, let me say Odell Beckham garbage. Yo, <laughs> uh, another another shack of the uh, NFL. Yeah, <laughs> you Warren Sapp. Hell yeah, Warren Sapp. Hey, you know, I mean, he did make a valid point. He was mad because he he felt that Edron James should have been in there. Um, 
you know, and then he was saying how he was talking about T.O. Edrin, Edrin got in, though. Edrin got in I, last year. I know. but I'm Yeah, just, that was last year? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I'm saying, oh, but before that, though, he was like, he needs to be in. You know what I mean? He's like, he needs to be in. Well, why didn't they have the Sarah? Wait a minute. It couldn't have been last year. Well, no, it was no. No, it was no. He was saying that he should have been in. Yeah, Edge, Edge oh, got in last year. In. Yeah, he what said he should have been. Edge got in last year. Yeah, but remember they didn't have it because right, they didn't have it. They didn't have it. That's why. Because I'm yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm like, thanks, Hambo. I don't remember him having the ceremony, but I don't remember ceremony last year. COVID fucked everything. Yeah, up, yeah, man. nah, nah. It was, it was yeah. it was nothing going on yesterday. So he because he had Larry Love. Got, what up? Are um, made it was gold and it had it was on dunks, but because of the COVID, he didn't get to bring it out. But whenever they open it back up, Edron James, you're gonna bring out that car. So, yo, Edron mm-hmm. James, one of my favorite running backs. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. gotta think, man, like you know, from the U, man. So, to be one of the best backs coming out to you, I ain't saying he is the best back out to you, but to be one of the best, definitely. You, definitely. we could debate it though. Oh, we, we can, can debate it. We can, we can debate it, and and I feel like Edge is. I mean, listen, Edge. I, would, I wouldn't put nobody over Clinton Portis. Portis. I think Clinton Portis was the best. The, was the best. I'm not saying he was the best in the NFL because he won better than Edgerin in the NFL. But I do think, just for your Miami career, I think Clinton Portis was the best. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I I can't disagree with that. So, uh, Aunt Love, man. So we already had this discussion talking about Megatron and you know Jet Jones. He loved Julio. And he said Julio better be first ballot as well. Um, hmm. Well, well, um, Julio's on year season what year what? I don't know. Was he on season year nine now? I don't. I don't, I don't know. He's been. Cool. He's yeah, been but, in the league for a minute, but I don't exactly know how long it's been. Um, for Julio. For Julio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I Julio want- has a chance, though. He he has a chance. So, Julio definitely has a chance. So I just want to let us know that Handball need to um get into a rehab real quick. He said uh, Ravens twenty twenty one Super Bowl champs. You heard it here first. Starting to sound like a cowboy fan. Yep. Um and uh, like a real cowboy fan. Jones not in the Hall of Fame. Stop it. He's actually in the Hall of Fame, but they didn't have a ceremony last. Yeah, Edron James is in so the Hall of Fame. I know that fame, for sure. But they didn't have a ceremony. And then um he said, "What about Frank Gore Miami career?" Uh, Frank, nah, Gore, Frank, well, Frank Gore is good, but remember, Frank Gore was behind um, McGahee. No, 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 he wasn't behind him. He, he got hurt. I know he got hurt. But that's why he wasn't. So that's played. why they cut over him. All right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So I can't. So Frank Gore career, you can't really say anything about Miami because he was hurt. He had got hurt twice. Yeah. So, but again, <clears> you <throat> did. Um, and Love said that uh, Julio Jones been in the league for 10 years. 10? No, nah, well, okay. next year is going to be his 10. Okay. Next year, and, okay. Julio yeah. has no wins. But, I don't know. So, well, listen, we ain't going to go there here, but we ain't going to talk about that. But I listen, I think elaborate. one interesting thing that y'all just brought up, though, I think the conversation with Frank Gore is going to be a really, really, really special one. Oh, yeah. But it's it's going to be a big debate. About should he get in when he gets in, all that stuff. Yep. But he he very well could be top two in stats by the end of by the end he's playing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and yeah, I heard what he said. He said that he want to go to the 49ers 
so he can finish out his. Career. I did see that. I did see that. But I, I do. Since you bring up that Frank Gore point, it's something that Shannon Sharp actually said. They were asking him about Frank Gore. This was on Undisputed. He said, "I just think Frank Gore is in the Hall of Very Good, not Hall of Famer." He was like, he felt Shannon felt like his numbers are more of of longevity than they are of talent. He was like, "Yo, I don't." Ever remember looking at Frank Gore and saying he uh he the best running back in the league or that he's top five in the league. Mm. I'll push back on top five. Right. Was well, he ever the best yeah. in the league? He never was the no. best running back in the but, league. But top five, yeah. I'll push back on top five. But, but you know but, what? But 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 you know what? You know, to me, um, and again, and, and y'all might disagree, like I think Frank Gore and Emma Smith in the same category. Emma Smith had a great line. Emma Smith had he had great weapons, you know. So Emma Smith he made do with what he got. Frank Gore he did the same. Frank Gore made do with what he got. And Frank Gore once he got a good coach, Frank Gore was off and running. And Frank Gore yeah. always been consistent. One thing you could say about him, I know he eclipsed a thousand yards, you know, over what five times, eight times. So he got the numbers. It might not look like it, you know. Um, on paper, far as like you know, the media wise, but Frank Gore got numbers, and like you said, he's probably gonna be top three. And longevity, I mean, that should be even applauded because to, right, be. especially over, for that position. That's what I'm saying. But I think as that back, right? Because since the running back career is so short, like I think everybody wants you to do it within the three to five years. But for him to do it over that month, like yes, that that should be applauded. Like that is Hall of Fame right there. Like that is why he get in because of his numbers, you know, longevity wise. So that's Man, I, I, I'll tell you this too. Shannon got a little bit of that Shaq Hayden in him too, but it's justified mm. because his brothers they they did Sterling wrong. Mm. So it's it's justified. Mm-hmm. But he got a little but, bit of that hate in him too, though. A little bit, a little bit. That's hanging around. Skip and do that to you. Um. <laughs> I, I want to say though, yeah. to 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 quit point, I agree with you on the Emmett Smith thing. I know it's sacrilegious to to even question Emmett Smith greatness, but at the same time, yo, Emmett Emmett was good. I, I'm not gonna say not, but like when I look at the history of backs, Emmett Smith rarely comes to my mind. That's it was that, it was that one year. It was that one year when he had the Reebok black tops. That's when he was the best back like, in the league. Like I never felt like he was better than Barry ever. That's what I'm saying. Ever was better than Barry. And then you know, um, I he had a, to me he was a consistent. He was a consistently good back with a great line, so that sometimes it could be great. But you know, I just never seen like if I'm putting together an all-time team, I don't know when I'm bringing Emmett name up. I'm not saying. that he wasn't good or, or great, but and, and, and listen, and uh, to Larry uh, Larry Love point, I'm not even saying that it right. ain't better than Frank, but it's a, it's it's some similarities there Very in much his so. career, and I, I agree with you quite 100. And I know that's because, just not the 49ers hating no, Dallas talk coming through, right? Because know you know what? Fact. Because honestly, growing up, I liked Emmitt Smith because Emmitt Smith was like the little engine that could. He was a small back. Out of what college did he go to? Damn. That's wow. You pulling one of them. You wow. pulling one of me. So, wow. So okay. he, so he came out of Florida, you know, and he may do with what he got. That's not his fault. You know what I mean? And then also, again, if you're going to talk about, you know, 
Frank Gore playing for a long period of time, and you know you're gonna hold it against him. You gotta hold it against Emmitt Smith too, because if Emmitt Smith would have stopped in his prime, he would not have broken the rushing record. If Barry Sanders would have kept playing for even two more years, that record would have been unbeatable. Well, quite, I got the question. I can't remember it. What's up? But yo, how long after Barry retired did it take Emmitt to even get to where um, Barry ended off at? It took him about. It, a it was a couple years. It took him about uh, three years. Okay, three years. Yep. Okay, like three or four years. So it's they came out. They came in the uh, same time, right? Well, uh, close to the Barry same time. Sanders came in, I think, a year before Emmett. But I'm so, just saying, okay, like, so I'm just you know. Same time. So just imagine that Barry Sanders just and I, and I will always say this: imagine that Barry Sanders had did what players do now, and they said, "Hey, I want to you know really protect my investment. <clears throat> go to either the 49ers or the Cowboys, or even let's just say the Jets, because regardless of what you say about the Jets at that time." In the eight in the nineties, they always had a great line. Imagine if he would have went to a team that had a great line. You know what I mean? Just imagine what his numbers would have been if he had Dallas's line. Right. Just give just give him three years. That's just it. three of the, of the years with Dallas's line, and that's what I'm saying. Right, it don't you even know make what? sense. Yeah, y'all talking too much crap. I need to hear. It. Give me your top five backs. Come on, I'm I'm putting you on the spot. I'm Go putting ahead, everybody on the spot. Give me your give me your top five backs. Let me see. Walter Payton. Jim Brown. Go ahead, Ruck. You go because you've been living longer than me. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 Chris. Chris, come on, man. Come on, Chris. Why you always start, man? So I'm going Walter Payton. Okay. Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, so the, these last two for me are definitely, I want to say, unpopular picks. But I think, I think again, for their snapshots, they were dominant, right? Come on, Quet, type this up. Type this up. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. T. I'm gonna go. T. D. Okay. <clears throat> Terrell Davis, okay. and I'm gonna go another one that's really outside the box. Priest Holmes. Mm. Now that's a flash in the pan. Like that's a for a brief moment was this out of this world back. I, and I, it was I can see out of this world. Now, you know what? Hambone just just he he did not I feel so sorry for this. So in that order, Ant Love? Because cause, cause Hambone, he, he put in he put in Marshall, and, and I will say this. I can replace Marshall, and I give you another one, right? I, I can replace Marshall and Ladanian Tomlinson with the last two I just said. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so I got I got Walter, Jim Brown, Barry, Ladanian, and uh, Marshall Falk. Right. So That's for tough. me, even all though right, I yeah. all this, he's still in my top five. Um, okay. So you have you have Jim Brown. Is this is in order. In order, no. right? Well, okay. you want to go order? Go order. Go yeah, order. go order. Okay, I'm going to go, go Jim Brown. No, Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, Emmitt Smith, Daniel Townsend, um, and shit. Oh, my God. And then, fuck. 
I'm gonna say AP. I'm gonna say AP. Ooh, fair. That's fair. tough. All right. That's tough. All right, I'm gonna hit tough. you. I'm gonna hit you in order. I'm gonna hit you All in right. order. Let's go. Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. Gail oh. Sayers. Hold on. Ooh. How about Walter Payton? Walter. Hold Payton. on. Let me uh, listen. He ain't in my top five. So, oh. <laughs> so uh, in order: Barry Sanders, uh-huh. Gail Sayers, AP, uh-huh. Eric Dickerson. Okay. Ooh. Eric Dickerson got a, a special place, and then I feel like, and Quet, you could uh, you could back me up if you think I'm wrong. I I I felt like I ran like Eric Dickerson. Yes, you I was did. a running back. Very much so. Yes. Yes. Big fan. And then the running back I wish I could have been. Bo Jackson. Oh then my top five. Ooh. Then my top five. Hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. So it's so for me, let, I, again I had a brain fart. It's Barry, Jim, Walter Payton, Emmett, and then Dayton Townsend. LT. That's my top. So I think all right, so so give five. me real, real quick, real quick, give me two. Two flashing and pans, right? That you just can't, you couldn't deny. Priest home. Two? Two. All right. All right. I'll give you two. Um, okay. First, Sean Alexander. Oh, yes. Damn, that's what I was going <laughs> Yes. Sean yes. Alexander, flashing the pan, but. I'm gonna stay in Kansas City. I know he liked to beat girls. Larry Johnson. That's that's Larry. Larry was so crazy. So I give I give you mine because Sean Alexander, you took that, you bastard. So Larry, Larry Johnson, and Jamal Lewis. Oh, hold on, hold on. Larry, Larry Love just said uh, uh, Jamal Lewis too, but we know why he said Jamal Lewis. Yeah. You ain't talking about Dirty Bird, Jamal Lewis, right? You ain't talking about him. No, that's, J- that's Jamal Anderson. Oh, yeah. You're right, right, you're right, right, right. Yeah, nah, so for me, I got to go with Priest. Hold on, hold on. What did uh, Aunt Love just say? You took it off too fast. I can't see. The Eric Dickerson is so underrated. Him and Marcus Allen, Bo Jackson. Yeah. Come on, man. He didn't play long enough. But I no, no, no. I'm not saying top five. I'm saying my favorite running back. Yeah. My top five. My favorite running backs I've ever seen. Marcus Allen, though, don't get enough love and respect. He really mm-hmm. don't. But um, no, I'm just saying my top five, my personal five that I love more than anybody else. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, and then also, like I said, um, yeah, Priest and uh, Bo Jackson, man. Priest and Bo Priest Jackson. And Bo Jackson. Like, I mean, like, yeah. Oh, I mean, remember when he used to score? He used to do that sideways. It's like, man, and yo, he was, and when he came in the league, oh, oh, I mean, he had to share the spotlight too. He 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 had to share the spotlight twice because then that's when, um, you know, like you just mentioned, what's the other dude that came after him? Um, his Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. Johnson had, he, look, Priest had to share when he went to Baltimore with Jamal Lewis. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then even when he first got to the league, who else? Uh, who else was there? It'll come to me, but. Man, I just wish that he would have stayed healthy. Oh man, handball said, uh, Aaron Foster, real quick. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Real quick, Aaron Foster. Mm. Oh, you know what? And, and you know who none of us is talking about who don't get enough love and respect since, um, Ant brung up, um, 
Marcus Allen, Earl oh. Campbell. Oh yes, Earl Campbell. Oh yes. yes. Listen, you know, you know who was another one that was a great flash in the pan. Two people and I, the I'm juice. Gonna... But I know we can't say yeah. that. But the juice. Yeah, oh. we, we ain't gonna say that. But he in the Hall of Fame, so you know he don't need. But, but two two other flash in the pans that I think were really dominant too. What was that? C C J two K. Oh yeah. C J two K was special. Yeah, was special down there, right? And then I just had the other one. Just had the other one. Made me forget about it because I was about to try to do that two K. That stupid ass dance you used to do. Damn, I forgot. It's gonna come. Well, why you why why it's coming to you? It would be uh, it would be sacrilegious of me not to bring up a Buckeye. Got to put Eddie George. In a conversation, because Eddie George was a problem. Yes, Eddie George was. Yeah, a he was the real problem. But before Derrick Henry, problem. before Derrick Henry, there yeah. was a guy named Eddie George. Okay, yeah. yo, yeah. Hambone, Hambone got some good ones. He said Jerome Bettis, so underrated. Yes, Definitely. he is. Yes, he is. He is underrated. And then, and then also Tiki, I like my babysitter Barbara. Yeah, you know I mean. Regardless of what, I don't know how I feel T- about Tiki. I don't know how T- I feel about Tiki. Tiki, Tiki was, was really good, man. Tiki was. Yeah, I, I, I can mess with Tiki, like, but I'll even say like one of my one of my favorites that I thought was a good flash in the pan because he played for the Packers too. Dorsey Levins was a monster for a minute. Oh, yeah, I hated Dorsey Levin. Dorsey Levins was an absolute monster yeah. for a minute. The time he played against the Niners, it's like he just he just went off. Two hundred dollars. I give you. I give you another one that was a great one for the Niners, Garrison Hurst. I was about to say Garrison Hurst. Yeah, I was about to say, yo, if he didn't get injured, Garrison Hurst was something special. Hold on, but to add to Garrison Hurst, somebody else that we forgetting, Stephen Jackson. After the greatest show, after the greatest show on turf, kind of like fell off. Stephen Jackson in uh, St. Louis was the man. And man, but you right. Yo, what was the deuce in in New Orleans? Because Deuce Stanley was in Philly. It was another deuce in New there Orleans. There was another deuce. Deuce McAllister. Yeah, Deuce, Deuce McAllister. McAllister. Yeah, Deuce McAllister. Yes, So I just want to get to um uh Aunt Love. He said, uh, so you talking about Super Bowl. He said, Y'all would never win a title with Lamar. You know that, right? He said, y'all won titles with deep something Atlanta never had. Uh, you know football or not. Hey, hey, uh, Hambone, I think he's talking to you. Uh, shoot, now. You're banging out the big gun. Uh-oh. First 48. So, For real. Let me see here. Ooh! There you go. There you go. Hambone, he's talking to you. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, he calling it. What happened? Uh-oh, uh-oh. He said, nah, nah, put me on the mic. Put me on the mic. You're not about to be talking mm-hmm. about my Baltimore Ravens like this. But you know, hey, man, look. I, it's definitely some other backs here I feel like I'm forgetting about. You know what I mean? Oh, Jamal Charles had a moment. Ooh. Jamal yeah. Charles had a moment. And then there was just a lot of other, like, just good backs, you know, that mm-hmm. people like, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, you I back? think that home. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. I had to. I had sent the invite to Nick. I said he could join in once we get to the prediction part. Um, he said, bro, he said, who is dude? Because he's losing it. Oh, that's my boy in <laughs> Carolina, a.k.a. Gucci Mane. Uh, so, you know, and you bro, know, like, I don't want to hear nothing about North Carolina for a week. OK, no, I don't hear nothing about North Carolina for a week. Hey. North Carolina, no Carolinas. For a and week. then but then also handball. He's a Falcons fan. So, you know, I, I don't you know, you know, great guy. But, you know, choice in teams, eh, you know, yeah. great guy. Great guy. So coming to. Super Bowl predictions. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Let's, get it. Let's get it. Man, listen. Um, you know, I just I think this is a Super Bowl that we all would have loved to see Tom Brady play against like Aaron Rodgers years ago, or you know, some or like Peyton and Aaron, you know, or Drew Brees and Tom, whatever. You know, this is something that we always wanted to see, like the young versus old. But we are actually here with the old old. And the new new. Now, my prediction for today's game. I'm, I'm going to say this, man. Because I remember when I talked smack, because I couldn't stand the Seahawks at one point. Still can't. You know, they, whatever. They, they're little brothers. And I said, there's no way that the Seahawks shutting Peyton Manning out. This guy throwing like touchdowns. <laughs> I said, there is no way that that happens. He turned the game on. It was like 10 nothing already. I said, oh, my God. And it was a route, okay? It was a route. No, that's not going to happen today. And as much as I love, as much as I love Tom Brady, because that's my godfather. Everybody know that. Tom Brady don't have enough weapons. After what I saw last week, and after I saw... Mike Evans, who people keep saying, I don't know why he's one of the best receivers in the league. That's not it. You know, after I saw Tom Brady's back not being able to pick up the blitzing cornerbacks and linebackers, which led to a lot of inter- three interceptions, that's not going to get it. So I'm going to go off on a limb, and I hate to say this in my Nick voice, but I got the Chiefs winning 34-21. Ooh, big win. Yes, big win. Big numbers. Okay. Big numbers. We have our illustrious guest, the Mad Scientist in the building. What's up? He's joining us for Nick the in the building. For the best part, because he's gonna piss somebody off, but we love it. Nick, what's going on, man? Good afternoon on this beautiful last football day of the year. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, it's a glorious time. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So now you did predict you you were kind of right in the games last week. I'm, I mean, you know, a, a few weeks ago. You got to right. give him his props. Well, let's see. I, pred- I predicted the the championship games. I predicted the national championship game. All right. Listen, <laughs> wait a minute. All right. Okay. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, no, no, no. No, listen. He, always he he did he did predict the national championship game, but that was before he had pre- went against Ohio State against Clemson. So let's not forget that part. Let's not forget <laughs> that part. Hey, that's true. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I get what he called. Hey, that's no, true. no, no, Nick. No, you take your credit. You said I've been on a hot streak. I predicted <laughs> the national championship game. Well, raise your hand 
If you pick, if you pick the cheats. Uh, so you're going for ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages let me enlighten you as to my pick today i am going with tampa bay wow okay and i'll tell what do you got i just sort of rock almost fell off the chip and i'll tell you why there's one thing that's not – a couple of things that have not been mentioned about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One, yes, we understand that their pass defense is middling at best. Last I checked, they were the 21st-ranked pass defense. However, they do happen to have the number one-ranked rushing defense in the NFL. We have seen in the past where Andy Reid loves to have his quarterbacks throw 55 to 60 times a game. And I would not be surprised here if he sees that stat and basically, basically sometimes Andy Reid prior to last year coached himself out of the game. And last year he actually did the right thing. He used like his plethora of running backs. This year, however – you have to understand, Halea Smith is still banged up. Damian Williams is still banged up. He doesn't have what he had last year. Now, granted, people are like, but Nick, Nick, he's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got Sammy Watkins coming back. He's got all what these guys. He's got all these guys. We understand that. The problem is you cannot be one-dimensional, especially in the Super Bowl, and that's what a lot of people are afraid of. Mm. Number two, Kansas City's defense, 16th ranked overall. Yes, they got the honey badger in the secondary, and they do have a pretty decent pass defense. Their run defense is poor. They have a soft underbelly in the middle of the defense. This is the game that I predicted that Leonard Fournette is going to get 20 to 25 touches. This is the game where Bruce Arians swallows his freaking pride and decides to run the ball 25 to 30 times, give 20 of those touches to Fournette, 10 of those touches to Ronald Jones, smash the ball down the throats of the Kansas City Chiefs defense, keep Pat Mahomes off the field as best as you could. Now people are going, Nick, are you nuts? You have Tom Brady. Yes. But if you look at the playoffs so far, Brady hasn't had the best stats. Mm -hmm. He had those three picks in 10 minutes in the NFC Championship game. He didn't have that great of a game against the New Orleans Saints. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the Bucs are going to win on their defense because they will slow down. They're not going to stop, but they will slow down Kansas City. And they're going to do their damn best to keep them off the field. You cannot get into a scoring slugfest with the Chiefs. You will lose. Yeah, yeah, we found that out the hard way. Now, as for the final score, everybody's saying 56 and a half for the over, and I'm like, okay, that's actually pretty good. It's going to be under the 56 and a half. The final score is going to be 27 to 23. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady will win his seventh Super Bowl. And we're going to be sitting here marveling at this 
because it's not going to be Brady to the rescue as it has been in the past. It's going to be a complete team effort. So, once again, Tampa Bay 27, Kansas City 23. Mm. Well, Nick, thank you. Ruck adjusting his cap. I think Ruck got something to say about this. So I sat quietly so I could listen and and digest all of that. Hmm. Nick is on to something with Tampa Bay's run game. Absolutely. I think Leonard Fournette showed last week and the week before that he is who we thought he was in Jacksonville. Jacksonville clearly gave up on him. He has a good line in Tampa Bay here, and he has another back that can kind of spell him. Ronald Jones, I think, is is very underrated for what he means to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's been their bell cow all year. Like, Fournette has actually been playing second fiddle all year to him. Where I'm worried about Tampa Bay is that pass defense, and not the fact that they're just, like you said, middling, but they're hurt. Winfield was still hurt. Murphy Button is dealing with something. You got their other safety that is going to play today with a torn, torn labor. I don't know. JPP, Dominican Sue, Shaq Barrett have been great, great all year. We, Kansas City reminds you of what the greatest show on turf looked like with an even better quarterback. But who and took them down in the Super Bowl? But but well first of all it was a kick it was a it was a liquored up idiot kicker <laughs> that got caught up with don't don't start who that I'm sorry you're right you're right let me go see why so <sighs> It, it, it's hard, and I think what people tend to forget about Kansas City and their defense, they don't rank well during the year. But in big games, they have shown up. If you said the underbelly is soft, you mean to tell me that uh, Mr. Jones is soft down here? And the Honey Badger has been just as impressive as anybody on their defense throughout the whole playoff front. Getting Sammy Watkins back is, is big. I think this is the moment that if you were going to use Lev Bell and Andy Reid, this is the moment that you could depend on somebody of his talent level to get you where you need to be in the Super Bowl. So with that being said, of course, we're still in the year of Wakanda. So I'm taking the Chiefs, and I'm going to take the Chiefs 35-21. Now I'm going to turn my mic on you because you can have it, Quet. <laughs> I don't want no part of that. I want to hear what Mr. Christopher Gay got to say about this. Why you got to put my whole government out like that? Uh, nah, nah, I was talking about you. Oh, <laughs> I told somebody to somebody try to steal my money. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, well, listen, Nick made some great points, and um, I appreciate him. He's wrong, though. <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> because I am a betting man. And let me tell you something. This over, I'm not going to say it's a lot because it's the Super Bowl. Oh, but I love this over. 
56, I love this over. Because let me tell you something. I think what's going to happen is I'm going to cut out order, order suspense. Chiefs, 42. Tampa Bay, 31. Dang. I think this is going to be Tampa Bay is going to jump out early. Going to build itself a sizable lead. Tom Brady's going to make a push, but it won't be enough. And then it's going to be a point where they're like in. It's going to be like a. It's going to be like a five-point game. It's going to be in. It's going to be in grasp. And then Patty Mahomes is going to do what Patty Mahomes do, does, and he's going to go no, and that's going to be the game. And you know I don't like watching Tom Brady Super Bowls. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. It doesn't bring me. Any kind of joy, but you don't even watch him. But what does bring me joy is watching Tom Brady lose the Super Bowl. Okay, so (laughs) I will be watching. Listen, Patty Mahomes, he he might he could take over for Aaron Rodgers today as my favorite player if he beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I got to put it out there. You get me a Tom Brady crying meme from losing. That's my guy now. You know what? You know what, and Nick? That's why I'm rolling. You know what, Nick? I might not change my prediction on this one. Now I'm going for Tom Brady just out of spite <laughs> from what Chris is saying. Okay, all right. Come, don't you talk? Don't you start that, Chris? Don't you but, start. listen? Look, listen. I've always said take that over. I've take always that said you bet. I'm not always right. Hell, when I did the NFC Championship game, you guys, I even said, I guarantee you, my picks are going to be incorrect. We're going to have this other football game because that's the way it normally goes. I've just been on a hot streak lately. There we go. There you go, Nick. That's I've how just been on a hot streak lately. And what do you call it? When I made when I studied this game for the last two weeks, you know, those things like were pointing out to me. And here's one thing that you guys still haven't mentioned yet. Mahomes is hurt. He's playing with a turf toe. Yeah, but he got that cortisone shot, though. You can get the cortisone shot all you want. The problem is one bad step. You know, you're going no, to right. you're you're have right. a big issue. Yeah. So that may take away a little bit from his mobility. That may take away from his playmaking prowess that we have seen these last three years since, he, since he's been in the league. You know, something to be worried about. Another thing is, what do you call it? Another thing is, everybody says, look at the weapons that they have in Kansas City. Great, that's fine, that's dandy, that's awesome. You know, you have Brady, you got two running backs that I'm hoping can share the load, but you also have Mike Evans on one side, Godwin on the other side. You have two tight ends that can really create havoc in the soft underbelly of the Chiefs defense and Gronk and Brake. And don't forget, there's that kid who I love, Tyler Johnson, who I actually think is going to be the biggest key of this game outside of the tight ends if Brady is to air the ball out because – Honey Badger can only be in one place at one time. There's what not about AB? There's no four Honey Badgers out in the secondary. So what do you think about AB, Nick? I mean, because AB's coming back too. So you think that he would have an impact on this game or no? I got to be honest with you with AB. Uh, if he keeps his head on straight, he may have a slight impact. But when you got – to me right now, if he comes in, he's going to be either number three or number four in the pecking order. And I, what do you call – and that, that that's just because – you know, for all the talent in the world, he's got two cents up here, and he's missing ninety-eight others, uh, other cents. So, I mean, you got to go. You really got to go with what got you there. Yeah. 
if AB all of a sudden becomes a focal point, to me, that's going to throw the balance off on offense really bad. And I don't want to see all of a sudden tunnel vision, the one guy, you know, for, to one guy, world like uh, like all world talent, nothing, you know, nothing up here. I, I don't see AB being much of a – He'll be, you know, he'll be serviceable, but he's not going to be the big threat that people are going to be saying he is. To me, the bigger threats are the people that I mentioned that I've been with Brady practically. Miller. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Nick. So, Quint, what, let, let's hear from you. What do you think? I just said, I mean, I think that the Chiefs got this. Because of what I saw, you know, I'm, you know, well, again, now, what I want to happen is Brady to win. Chris to be mad, Chris turned by, you know, fourth quarter. <laughs> what to happen? But I just feel that even with Mahomes' toe, I think that he knows how to do enough to get his team to win. Like, if that toe was hurting him, he's going to make sure that other guys are getting involved so he can take all, you know, take that focal point off of him and still play. But Listen, again, he's been playing with that for a while, too. And, so it's and, not like this isn't like just a two week injury. You've been playing with that for a while. I'm sorry, Quint, to cut you off, but here's one of the things that I think is somewhat where, where this game is, right? This game is just like the movie The Last Dragon, right? Tom Brady is showing up. No. He's been that dude <laughs> one, right? He no. did, right? But, here, but here's the great thing, and you've seen it, and, and Chris, tell me if I'm wrong. He's wrong. You've seen it, you've seen it in an AFC Championship press conference and press conferences leading up to this game. Patrick Mahomes is starting to believe that he is that guy. He told you in the AFC Championship game, he said, I'm going to take me and my guys anywhere. Well, that's what he's, he's supposed to say. That. Well, look, he, 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 right. saying. he might start having a glow. And you know what happened with Leroy when he got the glow. Who's the man, Leroy? First of all, that's a bad analogy because Tom Brady I'm ready not the back. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he oh, is. My God. He you is. Tom Brady is the back. You guys guy. are actually talking about Shogun, yep. aka Tom Brady, and Leroy, mm -hmm. aka Pat Mahomes. That's right. right. I have to say, Everything I have to say, right. that is one of the best analogies no, I've not. ever heard ever on a show, although in the end, it'll be dead wrong 100%. But you know that that this is what do you call? It? I would like to like frame this like thirty seconds about Leroy and Shogun and Last Dragon. Cut it up, cut that it up. Boy. Back, that just brought me back to my childhood, and I remember watching that movie in the movie theaters, in which I'm sitting there with my popcorn and my drink, and I'm going, "Wow, this is actually a pretty good kung fu movie." <laughs> it, is, it was a pretty good kung fu movie. Hey, 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 hey Chris, hey it Chris. Was. Underdog, put that on the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, uh -huh. we we could we can stay with Last Dragon, or if you if if you would prefer, you know, Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes can be the golden child, and um, Tom Brady can be my dear my dear sweet brother Noomsie. My and, dear uh, sweet <laughs> brother Noomsie. You know what? We gotta go on that note. We gotta go on that note. You're not gonna ruin my favorite movies. And the in the Super Bowl trophy is the night. I knife. want the night. <laughs> well, please. Well, look, hey, Chris, 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 ask again. I said, I, 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 I,
we out of here. You know, we got to thank our sponsor, Cassandra Roach from Caldwell Banker Realty. Thank you so much. And if you or anyone you know would like to get a mortgage or put yourself in a beautiful home, call Cassandra at 475-201-7435 and let her know that Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast sent you. And you know, Nick, he headed out, but thank you, Nick, for you know tuning in yes, with sir. us. sir. We cannot go without having an episode of State Word. That's when our brother Deacon, who will soon be pastor, <laughs> Sean Aquavius Rucker. <laughs> nah, man. Let him use you. Let him use you, Bobby. You don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It is Sunday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Where, where cousin Ski at? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so listen, people, as you know, this is the weekly version of Say Word. So we got to get something that's going to get us to the to and through this upcoming week. You know, we got the Super Bowl. We got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Quet um, has to stay away from certain cookies that he's been eating. So we're going we're gonna to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yo, I had to, son. I had to. That was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So here's here's the quote for the day, right? <clears throat> and this is an oldie but goodie, but I think I just been thinking about this today, and, and this is just where I am. I will because they say I won't. Hmm. No matter what it is, no matter what the naysayers say, no matter what you may give yourself in your own self-talk moments, you will because they say you won't. Uh Right? Uh Overcome. Like we talk about all the time. Get over yourself, man. Oh, the dog. Say what's up, Benji. I need in my life. Benji, say what's up, Benji. But because they say you won't. Yes, so, like I always say, people think big, and most importantly, be easy. Tom Brady's gonna take that because you said he won't. He gonna get this dub. Well, on that note, thanks again for tuning to another edition of Benji. Don't what up, podcast? I'm your boy, Professional Sutton, and I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Rock Report, Jersey. Peace. Don't shoot the messenger podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton, and I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Rucker Report, a.k.a. Ready? This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me. X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And The Rucker Report. My family, what up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast.